FBI. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Uncanny Valley podcast on FBI Radio 94.5. I'm your host, Chewy Wang. If you're a first-time listener to the show, then the concept of the program is simple. Every week, I'm going to be picking out two experimental records and comparing and contrasting them, playing you a few tracks, and also grounding them in their artistic and musical context so you understand both the music and where it came from. The first record I want to showcase today is the latest compilation album by American independent label Light in the Attic Records. It's called Kankyo on Gaku and it's a collection of Japanese ambient, environmental and new age tracks from the 80s. Although none of them are strictly fresh, as in from the past 12 months, they've done a lot of great remaster work and the music sounds better than ever. Now I'm sure a lot of you are wondering what exactly does Japanese New Age ambient and environmental music sound like anyway? Well I'd find it to be quite sterile and delicate compared to other types of electronic music. And if you've ever listened to the genre of vaporwave, a lot of those internet artists love sampling from some artists that are on this compilation. For example, Yellow Magic Orchestra, Harumi Hosono and Takashi Toyota. This first track I'm going to spin you now is by Takashi Toyota and it's called Snow. Enjoy.
very ethereal track finishing up here from Takashi Toyota. It's called Snow. And once again, it's from the latest compilation record by Light in the Attic called Kankyo Ongaku. This next track I'm going to spin you also comes from the same compilation. It's by ambient artist Inoyama Land and it's called Apple Star. You'll notice that the instrumentation differs a lot from Takashi Toyota. It's certainly less lo-fi. It's more analog and meaty sounding. And there's a little bit more of movement and rhythm to it. I hope you enjoy.
track finishing under me just now is called Apple Star by Inoyama Land. Once again, that's off a compilation called Kanko and Gaku by Light in the Attic. You can go to lightintheattic.net and look for it. There's lots of different editions available. I know there's a vinyl, CD, and digital, and all of them have some different assortment of tracks. So do take a look at the website. You can also find it on Bandcamp and YouTube if you want to stream it. Coming up next, I'm going to skip ahead about 39 years into the future, so to modern day, and play you a couple of tracks where artists have taken that sort of soundscape uh, and appropriated it and applied it to their own popular music and their popular music genres. And the area that I'm mainly talking about where a lot of artists do this is the subgenre of hypnagogic pop. Hypnagogic pop is basically based around like the soundscapes of vaporwave. So taking those old warm analog synths, adding some grit to them, you know, sampling things from elevator music and Muzak and uh, advertisement music and like the compilation record New Age and ambient music, but then fuzzing them up, putting some modulation in them, making them sound all random and, and tape warbly, and then applying a pop melody and a pop beat to that sort of soundscape. It's really, really quite interesting. My two favorite artists working under this subgenre at the moment are John Maus and George Clanton. Now, John Maus has obviously been around for a long time. He's been dropping records all the way since the early 2000s, but the more albums he produces, the clearer it becomes that he's really entering this hypnagogic pop space and dominating it. And his 2018 record, Addendum, certainly proves that. It's full of all of these sort of really great worn out pad and arpeggio sounds, and it's covered in this really aggressive filter. It makes it sound like it's been transmitted from some transistor a radio in a garage somewhere, but it sounds fantastic. I'm going to play you a track now called I Want to Live.
uh, Want to Live by John Mowes. It's off his 2018 record, Addendum. Uh, anyone who's not familiar with John Mowes at this point should definitely go on YouTube and look up a video of him performing. You, he, I've never seen anyone so theatrical and energetic and ecstatic to sing synth pop. I mean, like, you know, you have black metal vocalists like Def Heaven uh, who run around and jump around and scream, you know, give a good show physically and in like, live performance setting. But we're going to remember John Mowes is playing a very sleepy genre. I mean, it's called hypnagogic pop, but he gives the same level of physical energy and violence that you would see from like a metal band and I think that's really fascinating because of how passionate he is about his own music. I want to play you another track from the same record now it's called Outer Space. Enjoy.
track was called Out of Space by John Mowles, or should I say Dr. John Mowles, because, fun fact, he actually has a PhD in political science and lectures quite frequently at the University of Hawaii. So basically what I'm saying is he's a lecturer by day and a hypnagogic popper by night, and in my books that's more or less the perfect life uh, and the apex of human existence. So I'm going to leave you with one final track from John Mowes now. This is from one of his earlier albums, and it's arguably his most famous uh, song of all time. It's called Hey Moon, off his record, We Must Become the Pitiless Senses of Ourselves.
Thank you so much for tuning in to the fourth episode of Uncanny Valley on FBI Radio. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe on whatever service you're listening to, be that iTunes or Spotify or Pocket Casts. And when Monday 10am rolls around next week, the next episode's going to fly straight into your mailbox. Until then, I'll see you.